I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Who are we? Where are we? Yeah, sorry if this is a little late. It's gonna be late. Shit happens. It's gonna be late, and I'm sorry that we have we. we she shouldn't apologize. <laughs> we live live. I got logged out of my Netflix on Apple TV, so. Oh no. Alex won't tell me the password. What? Well, I texted him. What's That's the Netflix? That's some kind of hostage situation. And he just never responded, and I'm like. I need it. <laughs> yeah. So, I've, I mean, I'm fine. Like, I have an extreme Apple TV. Like, bless up. Also, did you hear Disney starting their own streaming service? They're going to pull all their stuff off Netflix and make their own. I'm thrilled about that. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. It's going to be interesting. I want to go to Disney so bad. All right, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, let's. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to Splat, the podcast. Where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. Hello to the trucks outside There's my window. There's lots of trucks, and when we're, we're in ye old Brooklyn. Ye old Brooklyn. Once again. And we're not alone. We're not alone. Welcome to the pod. Hey, Sam Wong. Sam Wong. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for having me, ladies. Thank you so much for being on. I literally binged all of Splat <laughs> Podcasts in the span of like two days or three days. It was amazing. We got email updates great. as it went and it was so like good. A lot of our voices. How was that experience for yeah. you? It really made, you know, all my errand running go by so much faster. <laughs> all of my Aww. airport time. Oh yeah, because you like, were traveling. Whatever, go by so much faster. I would, you know, be that weirdo sitting alone on the bench in the <laughs> airport with my headphones on and like you know, laughing to myself. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. And nobody knows what, what's so entertaining to you because you look like an insane oh, person. Yeah. I did that all the time. I really enjoy doing that, um, like, with what music I'm listening to. So, like, hypothetically, like, if I were... <laughs> Uh, imagine if you will and i were listening to like i don't know cats on the subway whoa 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 what happy year anniversary of seeing <laughs> oh it. my god yeah thanks time hop um but i like to be like what do you think that what do what do you think that i'm listening to there have to be people out there who look at you and are like that girl's listening to cats i hope not i like to well probably but i like you to have a cat sweatshirt so there have been moments i guarantee you when you've been wearing that and listening to cats when someone has known Maybe. <laughs> I also like to play the game opposite. So, like, I'll, I'll find, like, a very, like, tough-looking person. I'll be like, what if you're listening to, like, Mozart? 
yeah yeah piano concertos yeah my uncle actually didn't know what cats was about oh he couldn't infer from the title <laughs> infer no. <laughs> cats jokes no i guess not well this was when it first came out i guess what in the 70s 80s 80s Oh my god! I feel like if there's just that's like amazing. If, and if, now he doesn't go to things. <laughs> if there's one thing you can just like that's a, super assume funny. that cats is about, it's about cats. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it seems too obvious. It's closing soon. I know. Are you gonna see it? I don't know. I'll try. I Are don't. You gonna see it again? Friend of our friendship, Dylan, <laughs> was like, I feel like I can get 99 people that know you to give a dollar for you. <laughs> go to the Ooh, closing crowd raise yeah seriously and like maybe good, like good some cause. some people will give more and i'm like i i can't have seen cats three times or can you have or can i have that that's low numbers for a show you really like seriously no 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's still cats like yes that doesn't change the fact that you deeply love it i don't know why does, that, does the why matter in love, Brooke? Okay. <laughs> Will you tell us a little bit about Thank you? <laughs> yeah, enough about cats. Yeah, <laughs> never, but. Uh, uh, what is, there's nothing really about me. <laughs> that I, is so not true. Tell well, me, tell me oh, about. Oh, I met Bridget. Yes. That's what I was going to ask. our 1D fandom it's in the Chicago. Best. The One Direction fandom has served me time and time and time. I remember it third, like it was yesterday. Second. Second. Tell me, tell me. I want to know. <laughs> Actually, it was very impressive the amount of people. Yeah, we got that this went to this Chicago amazing series. crew together. Yeah. At the end of July, they had two back-to-back concerts. Summer after my junior year, Am one of them was on Liam's birthday. I remember. Yes, it was. Yeah, you guys, are you ready for this? <laughs> um, but we had like probably he twenty-five. Was drunk <laughs> after his birthday. Yes. Yeah. On stage. On stage, it was quite something. Um, we had probably 25 people who'd come from like all over the country basically. And then we had like this huge party afterwards and it was insanity. But Agnes wasn't there. Um, no, she didn't come. She's sad about that still. Sorry, mm. Agnes. I, I didn't mean There's to bring that up. There's time. Reunion. We're going to. Reunion. I only want to see One Direction with you. On <laughs> oh, absolutely. When they get back together, we'll all oh, go. I forgot mm-hmm. they broke up. See, I, I'm so. <laughs> when they do the, the cruise ships, you know. Yeah, exactly. Ship, you do know, you think like... that they'll like still be one direction or do you think they'll be like another direction mm, there i feel like once they lost a member and stuck with one direction they're gonna yeah. be one direction forever oh like backstreet boys they're always boys new kids are yeah. always kids they're right. not new men no. they're not when they backstreet back men <laughs> yeah <imagine>? that would <laughs> be so funny if when bands got reunited they had to update their name to be like more relevant to them i would love that like if the spice girls were just like so spice women <laughs> no i'm trying to think of like what spice queens yeah like what spice a k w e oh like sure. what do you what do you like put in sh- like what is another uh, herbs <laughs> the herb girls there oh, oh oh nice i see what you were going i was for. like trying to go spice adjacent <laughs> yeah well done you did you got there okay okay okay, okay. but oh, when okay. i first met bridget she i just remember her being the sweetest loveliest <laughs> oh. she was wearing this kelly green like a-line it. dress it's i remember it dress, that yeah. asos dress that i have i don't anyway. know what kelly and green i was is. just like how it's can like this Irish girl green. be so beautiful and nice and oh, wonderful at the same time fun fact that. when brooke walked in and met sam she said you're so beautiful <laughs> so there you go speaking of beautiful yes that was also a pleasant surprise <laughs> oh. 
I'm just, you know, I'm a water sign. I move a lot. I'm, I'm a water mm. sign, too. What are you? Pisces. Oh, nice. I don't know many Pisces, I don't think. Robin's a Pisces. When's your birthday? Is that February? March. March. Oh. It's end of February, beginning of March. Oh, okay. I know a few Pisces. Yeah. Hi, Kahari Shelton. It's a good time. Yeah. I'm April. One. I like spring for yeah. birthday. I'm biased because I only have one birthday, and it's a spring birthday. So, <laughs> If you could pick your birthday, when would it be? Ooh. Ooh. I would have wanted to have a summer birthday so I could have a pool party. I've always wanted a pool party. You didn't get to celebrate in school, though, right? Right. Um, wait, wait, wait. Why were you in Chicago? Like, do you were you living in Chicago? No. Did you go to school? You just went for the One Direction concert. I went for the wow. 1D concert. Two concerts, two days in a yeah, row. Same. I went to both of them. <laughs> Bring in a bunch of really wonderful, nice, hospitable intelligent ladies together yeah it's also really crazy to meet people in person who you've known online because Mm, in some mm -hmm. ways you're like it's new and in some ways you're like wait i've known you forever Mm, that's like what bumble's like (laughs) (laughs) exactly honestly i think so i'm like if you do it for three years bumble has a friends meeting feature oh i know i saw i've used it before has it worked yeah and i've only had positive experiences with women on there meeting them for platonic relationships oh that's amazing to like find friends yeah that's so cool and it makes so much sense you know if you've just moved here yeah you don't know anybody how do you find friends without being you know awkward and trying to talk to people on the train or at a bar or something oh you're amazing yeah, that's seriously, amazing. that's impressive. Just like a quick sidetrack, I did not one but two escape the rooms last Friday night. Oh my god, I haven't seen you in so long. We have so many things to talk about. We have so many things to talk about. <laughs> How but were they? We did one and we got out with 15 minutes to spare. Damn. And then we were like, what is your availability the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> And we went back and we did their newest, hardest one and we didn't get out. Because Whoa. it was, so you know how in, in the one we did on my birthday, it was, it's yeah. like a lot of like, you're finding a key and this key opens this and it's a word puzzle and the yeah. word puzzle does this they're moving them more to like technology technology stuff whoa so it's like you put a thing under a thing and a video plays but you have to put it in the right order or like there was this one thing where you had to put a wrench in a box and then close the box and then something happened in the room and then there was a different wrench in the box (laughs) and we were just like what it was like this rusty wrench doesn't work and we were like and it was like (laughs) and then it opened and there was a new wrench and we were all like but How much much fun must it be to design these? So yeah. fun. We were talking about that, but it was like it was me and our friend Dylan and Dylan's boss and oh, someone yeah, else who I works forgot. with Dylan. And then I hope who's listening, uh, new friend Scott, friend of the yeah. new. He was like, I wasn't gonna come. I was gonna just like go home and sit and watch Sex in the City. And I was like, Have I uh, got a podcast <laughs> for incredible. you? Incredible! What an opening. Yeah. Um, why was I talking about Escape the Room? Oh, because on Bumble, actually, the, I've realized, like, a great deal breaker for me and, like, a mm-hmm. great way to, like, kind of weed through the guy is to be, like, like any night of the week, be like, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm just hanging. I just didn't escape the room. And just see what they say. For them to be like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, oh, it's like a room and you have to just, like, do a bunch of puzzles to get out. I've done an escape the room for a first date from a Bumble guy before. Whoa, really? Yes. I would not do that. That's <laughs> not cute. It's not a cute look on me. Oh, oh, competitive. Broken. You have to like be endeared to me before we can dive into escape the room. But that's part of the appeal, right? Like you nope. instantly bond from doing that is yes. a cool thing to do. From okay. feeling like you're in the trenches with somebody. Fair, but I'm like the ugliest. At least you're on the same team, though. Yeah, the ugliest parts of me come out. Um, <laughs> We're the best. So, so you let just like test what people say back to you. Oh, yeah, because it's like they're like well, I hate puzzles I'm like I will not go on a date with you right anyway <laughs> anyway now is it time to hear about your sex, sex in the city. city oh sex in the city Please. right uh <laughs> I, 
I actually got a really bad first impression of Sex in the City. Really? I love that. Because my that. first episode was like, it was in like season four or something. Mm. And my friend Hallie had rented the VHS from Blockbuster down the street. Wow. And she's Amazing. like, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. And I was like, I don't love this. I have no connection to any of these characters. How I'm may I ask 12. How, how old you are now? I am 28. Right in the middle. A 20 yeah. hater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my friend Kurt and I started this really bad podcast last month, and we what? decided we're going to. We're both 28. You're calling it 20 haters? And we're calling it 20 haters. Oh, wait, that's an amazing concept. <laughs> also, congrats on having a new podcast. Yeah, Thanks. Me. Don't listen to the first one, it's really bad. We have to record a second one. So what happens when you turn 29? Are you going to become 29ers? 25ers. Ooh, I like that 25er. <laughs> well, it just comes from my friend Kurt's really into astrology, and he oh, introduced me to the that. idea oh, yeah. that when Saturn returns every 27 or 28 mm-hmm. years, uh-huh, uh-huh. shit the goes, Saturn return. hits yeah. the fan in your life. So. Yes, that's true. I know that from my, that's th- where my we older are. friends. Speak, can you talk about how you're fluent in time? Oh, oh I am not fluent and never will be. I am conversational. That's amazing. I can muddle through at probably a fourth grader's level. And so That's you work amazing. with deaf theater in New York, right? Yeah, currently. That's yeah, so I'm doing cool. some stuff for New York deaf theater. It's still, you know, we're still figuring stuff out. It's a very small organization, nonprofit theater, championing deaf talent. That's amazing. In, on stage and off stage. That's amazing. I love, I love them. Oh, man. Um, so, so you watched Sex and the City and you didn't like it. And then did it grow on you? Or do you still hate it? And you're like, <laughs> why am I here? No, what happened? Well, after that, um, I think this was when after um, Charlotte had already like been with Trey. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and so, uh-huh. so Careful I was like, of the spoilers. Oh, oh that's okay. I, but that was like, th- that was my first episode going to. I was like, this is weird. And I don't like this. And I'm like. 12 or 11 or something i was in like fifth or sixth grade i don't relate to anybody and then the movie was coming out shortly after that maybe a few years later and i was like i need to binge watch this you know on my uh because pirated dvd set (laughs) yeah from my uncle amazing because i need to see the series before i watch the movie didn't expect cats to be cats no, this is a different, different uncle. uncle. Good, just clarifying. Another uncle of mine, though, actually, who isn't my blood relative, didn't know that the color pur- what the color purple was about, and he thought it was a like, like a musical a about of Prince. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I am. My uncles are so, so out of the loop in terms wow. of musical no, it's theater. It's a beautiful story about an African American <laughs> woman finding her voice. Of course it is. <laughs> Cynthia Erivo. Seely. But the idea of it. Cynthia Erivo happened to be in this version, but it is Seely's yes, story. It is. It is. <laughs> Thank you for championing it. I appreciate Seely's, that. Yeah. story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, not that we don't love Cynthia Erivo. No, no. Um, mm-hmm. Great. And now do you, do you love Sex in the City? Yeah, I do. I watched similar to your podcast i binged the whole thing in the span of like two or three days you know never leaving my bedroom that was a while ago like literally right before the movie the first movie came out i don't know what year that was it's like 2008 i think yeah oh wow okay oh that makes sense because that was when i just made that up i don't know i'm gonna check i don't know feels right because it was a little bit after it ended Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um i have another question for you who are you Ooh, i've thought about this good 
I am, and I took notes on it because I have oh, to I remember. On just that, I love that. <laughs> yeah, amazing. I'm into so, that. most recently, I think in terms of 2008. My, oh my god! Well oh, done, well done. I knew the second one came out in 2010, so I did some guessing. Good work. Nice. That so. makes sense though, because that's yeah. like my first summer after college. Yeah. And I, you know, go home for the years. summer. Yeah. Binge yeah. watch in my room. Totally. But I am, I think, most recently. In my behavioral and kind of like sexual experiences and stuff. Yeah. Or sex experiences. <laughs> Love that. To be, to be Carrie, a corny Carrie pun. I think I'm Samantha Miranda. Oh, see, I'm a Miranda Samantha, I think. Like more heavily Miranda. I love that. Yeah, in that's terms exciting my... for me. For you. <laughs> yeah, for everyone involved. For everyone. Samantha. And my name is Samantha, which oh is my God, like, yes. am I the first guest who has the same name I, as one of the characters? I think so yeah well samantha and you not, also might be the to, first to identify with samantha mm, explicitly not to like shut down that i just feel like samantha other than charlotte i guess never mind <laughs> well i think watching back recently and like listening to your podcast about charlotte's experiences i'm like wow i share a lot of a similar happenings like just weird things that happen in the bedroom with charlotte so do you <laughs> think so you're a samantha with a charlotte rising um, but, but you feel the Miranda. I really feel the Miranda. Like I, you've got a Charlotte her, like me. Maybe, yeah. But then you know, inwardly, so not through my external behaviors. Right. Oh. I'm crazy Carrie in my head. So you're all of them. Internal monologue. <laughs> I, I am 100 crazy wow. Carrie. You are I just Candace trying to put her in a yeah, yeah, put yeah. Her exactly. in a closet. <laughs> Whoa, this is fascinating. I love it. It's Carrie so kind of needs to be put in the closet sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I saw a lot of myself in Carrie this episode. Really? Yeah, because I'll, and I'll talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's, it's <laughs> been, I'm like really exposing this one person and I'm like, uh, well, maybe you should. Part of your life. So, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have true. a lot of things that I could say about <laughs> you and I am. <laughs> well, that's why to I quote don't Kelly date, Kapoor. Um, First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Um, that's exactly actually why I don't date um, improv people who do stand-up comedy because I'm afraid they'll talk about me. I know. I, I was scared. <gasps> but now I can't date podcasters either, huh? <laughs> I know. Surprise. Well, it's podcasters <laughs> who, who have a, like a specifically like sex-related podcast. I, I was guess, like, yeah. I'm, I know I've gotten nervous because I have I have my eye on two people right now. One person mm. is I've never met and I won't meet her. <laughs> 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 and there's a very good chance. I just like, he, I have a dream <laughs> and keep you posted. Yep. And the other one um, is a long con, but I won't. It's an excellent long con though. It's very achievable. Uh, yeah. There's some things that I'm just choosing <laughs> yeah. to, to ignore. ignore. <laughs> that's the thing about a long con. Stuff changes. But the thing about a long con too is that like, it, there's no, but that's the thing is like, if I talk about it on the podcast, they're not going to listen to this podcast. Nope. <laughs> there are things that I know that I only know because I'm a crazy sleuth and I've done Sleuthing some, is my favorite verb. I've done some research mm -hmm. um, and I have, research? I've got some spies on the inside. <laughs> um, and, but because I have not been told that information directly, I can, how would I know? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a really ridiculous thing, but it's, so fun to have a crush on someone is, even right? if I'm forcing it just a little bit yeah. oh but it's just like it's the perfect kind of occupying mm -hmm. you know I love sleuthing I, I, <laughs> me too I, it's been the internet's amazing so fun you know what I meant to bring this I know I'm 
previous podcast, you've cast the ladies oh, yeah, mm-hmm. in houses. I have to disagree. Oh, it might be. Is it the same thing as Agnes? Because Ag- Agnes came in and was like, I disagree. Well, no. she's no. proposed to like, all of them. Yeah, so that's different. true. Tell us. I want to hear it. So I think Charlotte is Ravenclaw. Interesting. Oh, because, you know, she's book smart with her art. Right. Right. But not so smart in other things, i.e. Yeah, this time she Cho talked Chang. about be- yeah. betrayal. Yeah. She talked about being like a the director of her art gallery, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's even more intense than I thought it was." Yeah, she's important. Yeah. No, she knows her okay. art shit. I think okay. Harry, I think, stay Gryffindor, but I think Miranda uh, and Samantha switch. So Miranda Slytherin, Samantha Hufflepuff. Honestly, interesting. I, I vibe with that. I feel like because of the way Samantha, at least thus far, has appeared plot-wise, it kind of makes sense in some ways that she's. Hufflepuff and that she like people kind of like just are a little I'm dismissive kind of into, at times to Miranda as a Slytherin everything else yeah and yeah. Miranda with her like she's so driven yes. and so ambitious ambitious that's yeah. Slytherin yeah totally oh I love this <laughs> is she shrewd New Bridge- she oh, can she be. can what be. does that word mean and why is it the one they use to describe <laughs> Slytherins because I'm a Slytherin shrewd means you're very like perceptive and smart it's oh. like it's like a yeah. less it's like a less bad connotation of like um Oh shit! What was the word? It just went out of my head. Anyway, it'll come back to me. Yeah, shrewd. It's just like sharp and okay. you get it. I fuck with that. Should we dive in? Um, wait, one, one, oh, one, yeah, really yeah. fast. Yeah. What's the most like Thank sex you. in the city moment you felt has happened to you while you've been here? Ooh. Is there anything where you're like, this was? I've been here for ten years. So <gasps> I don't know. That's a lot Sorry. of years. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Okay. I, just, I just gasped at that. Did you go to school here? I did. did That's to, like my sister. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Violet. Violet heart. No. <laughs> totally not. We bleed purple. I get it. No. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Good job. But the most, uh, I guess the most recent, I guess. Sure. Perfect. That I can remember off the top of my head is probably having... A weird ass cuddling experience recently. <gasps> Unpack that, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just take everything out, uh, put it in the laundry. So I, <laughs> like I said, <laughs> I identify with Samantha Miranda. Yes. In my sex experiences. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we're sticking with this term. Yeah. I mean, when Miranda, you know, she has a problem with, like, cuddling for too long. She likes her schedule. Right, that just happened. Yeah, that just happened. So... Did it just happen to you? But to the um, extent that the actual cuddling position was a little weird. Like, I think I have a problem with cuddling itself. Um, And the fact that this cuddling position was so abnormal, uh it really, you know, just... Feel free to say no, but can I know more about this position? So after... (laughs) I'm just so curious. I want a demonstration. This guy actually texted me a couple of days ago, so I hope he doesn't listen to this. I won't tell him. It's fine. I don't think he knows my last name. Great. There you go. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Um, After after just, you know, doing the deed, I'm... I'm totally fine with doing what I call chopsticking, which is not spooning, which is lying straight, prostrate next to somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe we hold hands. That's mm-hmm. fine. But mm-hmm. I like to lie on my back on Especially a mattress. Especially when you're sweaty. Yes. I like to be comfortable. Okay. And I've never been like a side sleeper. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. fall asleep. I don't like hairy armpits. 
so this guy not only decides to pull me in so so close to his uh you know into his chest and like armpit mm-hmm, area mm-hmm. but decides to use my own head as a pillow and put it on top of mine like Whoa. like it was comfortable for him head. yes so like it was on top of in your... a different dimension from my head <laughs> what that's um doesn't sound comfortable for anyone no no and it was such an odd choice and I didn't know how to tell him to stop other than like eventually after like five minutes yeah (laughs) I did the Homer Simpson sleuth into the bush I was gonna say the friends oh my god incredible the friends thing when, when it's like the, the like squeeze and roll, yeah, and then someone ends up falling off the bed. But it's hard to squeeze and roll when you're the one being squeezed oh so That's tightly. True. I'm straight up like that. I'm like first night. I'm like we can snug. pull a carry and just whack him in the face. I'm like we can snug. We That's can. happened to me before too. I've been whacked in the face. Jeez. No, not me. But I'll oh. be like, listen, homie, we can cuddle. Thanks for the sex until I need to go to bed and then I am I'm deucing out to the other side of this bed yeah and uh, you know I think they respect it okay as they should episode time yeah get ready everyone for a really kind of rough one you guys rough not in a plot line well not in a like love way rough (laughs) in a like this is egregious writing I it's really Weird. I realize I really don't but good to talk about. Yes, I don't agreed. like the term the cast system. So the mm-hmm. episode is called mm-hmm. the cast system. Well, the cast system is a real thing, but to I, apply it I to know. to New York society <laughs> is I think what's so like cringy. Yeah. Right? Because that I had the same reaction. Yeah, yeah. The episode begins with Carrie listing things that she loves about New York. And for the first time, they're like, Hey guys, it's spring. Yes. <laughs> I thought the same thing. They give we us don't a get specific spring here anymore. I know, right? No. Is spring anywhere? So but they give us a specific time of year. And Carrie loves this time of year because it's like the one week before it gets hot, but when it's nice. So things that Carrie loves about New York. Mm-hmm. The week in spring where it's not too hot, it's not too I cold. I do love cherry blossoms. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of cherry blossoms on this screen. Yes. And the trees start blooming. She loves men in suits. That there are three newspapers and 12 gossip columns. Yeah. Which feels like, like, what would your guys' versions of that be if you were narrating the beginning of your show about New York? Like, what do you love about New York? I also like that week in spring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But it's summer now, and I love summer outdoor movies. Mm. Mm. Yeah. There are some good ones and ways to do that around the city. Mm-hmm. No, I think I, I think I don't have, well, I hate New York. <laughs> <laughs> I love the feeling of, like, complete autonomy I have in New York, that I am fully in charge of myself and can go and do whatever the fuck mm-hmm. I want and everyone around me is doing that mm-hmm. I like when I'm walking down a busy street in like Soho and I look up and I like can appreciate the architecture because yes. I'm so little that I don't I often don't see past a door if I like but like uh, appreciating the like culture and the, the history New York of the New York, York, of yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. yeah it's been around for you know a long time. <laughs> I like street New York. food. Yeah. You do like street food. <laughs> Although those hot dogs were not good. But I just like, like my favorite place to eat by work is a cart. Um, but I just love the, the smell of it. Like the mm. smell when you're walking in like Halal. midtown. Yeah. Um, and she says, Carrie's like, it's not hard to say I love you to New York. But. And, but it's, she has trouble saying I love you to Mr. Big. Okay. And she takes us through. Yeah. She's like, this is the first time I 
thought I love you and the first time I wanted to say, but j'accuse Miss Bradshaw uh-huh. because <laughs> doesn't she love him in season one? I remember there. I distinctly Wait, yeah. remember her her in her big monologue at the end of season one being like, I love you, but I can't go to Bermuda with you because you won't choose me or whatever. Wow. And also she when she's freaking out to Miranda about with the paint and it's like it's not about the paint. And she's like, right. I love him and I'm worried I'm not perfect enough for him. And I was like, that seems like lazy writing. <laughs> continuity. Continuity. Maybe she just never felt like saying it in season one. But true. But they here use all they these say, euphemisms like, just tell me I'm the one. Right. Well, she, no, says, she here, says, I love you. The oh. first time that I Correct. thought it, he like has a smudge of something on his face and she like cute laughs, laughs at him. And I do think in some ways it, it does really just happen that way where there's a moment where you're like, oh, 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 I just identified this thing that's been happening. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. But um, then there's the time that she wants to say it to him. He takes her to a ballet that he hates. And her hair He's, is crimped. Oh, yeah, it no. Is. But it's half crimped. It's, which is <laughs> even funnier. Oh. And half, like, just her natural hair. She's no. like, it's I, love, I don't vibe with that look. Your hair like that. She scruffles him up. Um, so... Okay. Obviously, this is going to be the crux of this. The ballet. This is going to be the crux of this issue this night. And then we have like a weird plot line that allows Carrie to not once again say the things she's thinking. Because the whole reason this becomes an issue is because she says it when she isn't. It's not the right time to. Mm-hmm. I know. I think Which brings it is. the Well, it brings the issue up. But like, what a bad way to start it, you know? Well, so she has to change her shoes. They're going out to dinner. And he's like, Surprise. I brought you a Prezi. And she pulls it out. And it's like this Swarovski, Swarovski, (laughs) Swarovski, beautiful crystal swan clutch. And it is, it's hideous. Is it a swan or a duck? Because I think I can, I can justify why Big might pick this out because they just went to the ballet. It's a swan. It's a swan. Did they just see Swan Lake? That's what I thought too. But then later it's because all his rich friends have these bags. But he could have picked like another shape. That's true, you but know. she um, she hates it. And then she's like, I love you. But I think this is Big's I love you because in Friends, Ross gets Carol and a, a ridiculously expensive crystal duck. So I, ducks mean love people. <laughs> I will say this is not a podcast it's about Friends. It's not a podcast about Friends. <laughs> so I was going to say the same careful. thing. careful. <laughs> it's okay. Um, no. But nine, I, maybe in the 90s, ducks mean love. It is still a swan, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but she calls Foul. it a duck. But maybe I agree, it does being, look like a swan. Maybe she's just being pejorative. She she hates the gift. She hates it. Yes. But what she says to him is, I love you, instead of anything about the gift. And, importantly, what he says back is, you're welcome, and awkwardly kisses her face. <laughs> face. Like, not her mouth. Like, because sometimes you're like, he right. kissed my face, yeah. and you're like, you made out. Yeah. No, he like literally kisses like some part of her nose. Yeah. Yes. And and then we cut to brunch. Yeah, we cut to brunch, and they're all horrified by this clutch, as they honestly should be, because it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It's so ugly. <laughs> it's Welcome. so ostentatious. And everyone is like, this purse, but what the hell? And Charlotte posits that maybe he thought she said, I love, or he, that she said, I love it. And she's like, nope, nope, nope. He definitely heard me say I love you and yeah. definitely kissed me awkwardly on the face. Yeah. And then she says this funny thing that... Not funny, because I've been there. <laughs> so here's the thing, you well, guys. Well, the funny line is the milk curdling. Oh. That's what I was referring to. Shelf, no, this shelf, is, yeah. Shelf life of a dairy product. She says, so they ask how long she's going to wait before she's like, really... She, she basically gives herself an ultimatum. She's like, either he says it back yeah. or we have to break up. 
Which is like a ridiculous test and is not fair because people move at different paces. However, However I will say. Yes. I was ready to say I love you to a person mm-hmm. very, not very quickly, a reasonable amount of time, mm-hmm. like almost a year. And it, it took them so long to say it back that I had this conversation with myself. I was like, if he can't tell me that he loves me in six months, like if we've been dating for a year and a half and he cannot tell me he loves me, what am I doing? Yeah. What am I doing? And we so had when you're inside of it, it's hard. We had yeah. many conversations about it. And he's just like, yeah. I don't, I can't, I realize wow. it's because. okay dodge the bullet there and so then but when he did finally say i love you like it was like very meaningful and like i believed it it, obviously but i was like i i was ready to say i love you when we first started dating because like there was this whole drama with everything and it's like quite a lovely story actually until it ends um (laughs) but (laughs) well that's a lot more reasonable though because carrie's funny line is that she says she's giving him basically as long as your dairy products would have a shelf life yeah if you're lucky i guess it's such an interesting contrast too because just from like hanging out with deaf people more frequently than probably the average person Mm mm-hmm in deaf culture, people just throw around the I love you sign all over the place, like mm-hmm. to their second grade teacher, like right. to Well, I think whomever. with so theater so people too, like where yeah, it's, it's true. very, well, well, then with the second person that, <laughs> mm-hmm. that I, that I said, I love you too. Um, we were kind of like, I said, I love you before because I love you as a friend. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stop saying I love right. you, but I'm not sure if I'm in love with you. And right. I, but we still said I love you. Like yeah, I know how that yeah. goes. Throughout, so, it's like yeah. a very tricky line, and I think that you've <sighs> already said it more casually. Because like I think there are like when you add a physical to an already like intense emotional connection, mm-hmm. like it, you're gonna feel it. I think faster. It's just different well, too. You it's would just think, like but maybe yeah. wait takes a year, a year and a half. But whatever. Who knows? Who knows? Who's well, unexpectedly, asking? the only non-cynical person really at this table is Miranda and she's so yeah. freaking cute about Positive Steve. Positive Miranda. She's so darling and they're all like, are you really Happy the one Miranda. championing love right now? <laughs> Carrie, it's the voice over like, can't also, believe Also, Tony Award winner Cynthia Nixon doesn't not look like a Keebler elf. That's true. <laughs> They've really not done her any services with this hair. It's like, it's like brassy it's like red. Ra- it's red, but also it's just like weird. It's Slicked like pixie cut, but it's like bangs. And like, yeah. it's just There's dumb. no volume to it. So Miranda is with Steve and she'll only go to places where he can afford because she has the money in the relationship. And she knows that he insists on paying. He's always, he's like, no, no, your money's no good here. Go grab us a bench. And he's so cute in his little accent. I'm a little, but this I'm, plot line gets old real fast. Yeah. I have a question for you mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. Do you see how Skipper was a warm up for Steve? Yes. And also that Miranda's type is people who are obsessed with her. <laughs> uh, yes. Although Skipper was like egregiously so. And, and Steve is like a real person. Although I must say I was really disappointed with him at the end of this episode. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But I, I think Aesthetically I get it. Aesthetically as well. I think I get it. And I get it. Glasses. Yeah, right. They actually look really similar. I hadn't <laughs> processed that. I love pizza. Yeah, me too. I had dollar pizza for lunch today. But have you played this, like, on dates, especially, like, first or second dates, too? You've yeah. played this pay game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've played this pay, this pay game I've before. Been, well, it's funny because, so, the person I'm dating now, we've always just split everything kind of without talking about it and so it was just easy and then and now actually the deeper into the relationship we are it's more common that someone will just like take it because it just like evens out you know but it's not a like I'm paying for you for this but then my boyfriend in Ireland 
was much more like Steve. And like, mm-hmm. I don't love this plot line, but I also think this is a really real thing for a lot of guys, especially the gender yeah. thing at play here the is pride. really interesting. Cause that's really what it's about as they point out later. But Steve is really like, he's pretty adamant about this. And like, I know my boyfriend would have in Ireland would have felt weird or like threatened or like, just like what why is she doing this if yeah. I'd like insisted on paying for something yeah well, sometimes we split things but it's definitely it's like hammered into it's one of those things that's just like a learned behavior I think for guys mm-hmm. yeah Sam I take it you're single I am single <laughs> I said that very but just in based on your, <laughs> your stories I've, I've gathered right based on your dating se- uh, sex or trying to anyway mm-hmm. yes. sent out like 10 messages yesterday seeing if I get reeling any fish back look at you I know I'll just send in like 15 <laughs> and I'm like well, you matched me mood. why don't you respond to me <laughs> um but so the the whole like Miranda plot of this episode is that she invites Steve to come to this like lawyer event yeah, like um, nice dinner party thing. Which yeah. is a big deal for her. It right. is a big deal for her. And she's like, you're going to have to wear a and suit. she doesn't have to pretend to be a lesbian this time. Exactly. Yes. But she's like, you have to wear a Which suit. a real thing that happened. Do you have a suit? And he was like, it's golden corduroy. And she was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. no. <laughs> well, then she goes back to his place. For too, the first time. For the first time, which is kind of crazy. And he can tell she's not really into it. And he makes a couple jokes that she like can't tell her jokes I mean it's tiny and he says you know it's close to the bar (laughs) it's close to the bar and it's cheap and you never have to come here again which is sweet and he but he doesn't say it in a rude way he really he's like he in this moment he's not like making it a thing he's really just like I can tell this is not your jam but your place is better on what he's wearing right now I find it so hard to believe he doesn't have like a white button-up and just like a plain colored sport coat also the idea that you would have to have a you suit. You only to go have to a gold dinner. corduroy. I mean, I guess. I think you'd have to have a suit. I, I guess. Well, yeah, for Miranda's job, yeah. That's it true. It's like true. It. And that corduroy is really ugly. Yeah. yeah. And it's gold. Maybe black would fly. Yeah, I'm working a lot from what am I talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a funny and scene. And he's not Paddington Bear. He doesn't need to dress <laughs> all in corduroy. No, <laughs> Paddington. He, he does kind of look like Paddington <laughs> Bear. <laughs> This is a really fascinating scene. Here's the thing that I think is interesting. Yes. Just, they're all getting pedicures, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Samantha, however, is filing her own nails. <laughs> I noticed that too. In a nail salon. And like, she's like, like getting, her fingernails she's like getting a pedicure chair. and like I using the, the nail file That's to like really funny. punctuate. And I'm like, but why are, why are you, you doing, doing that right now? Well, they're all in a long bench together, which is so funny. And they, they, sh- they keep shooting to these like four turned around women just doing their feet. Which is a weird precursor to what's to come. In this. And Charlotte's like, well, he's not in your level. And, you know, he's poor. He's middle. He's working class. Yeah. And they're like, what? It's the millennium. And she, I yeah. love that. It's the millennium. You can't just say things like that. Carrie says something and I wrote, oh, is Carrie poor? Is Carrie not rich? <laughs> like, you fooled me. Well, also then Charlotte does this thing where you're like, you're so wrong, but you base your wrongness in these weird nuggets of truth where she's like yeah but you're talking about more than a difference in income you're talking about a difference in background and education this guy is working class working class yeah it's the millennium sweetie we don't say things like working class anymore but you're trying to pretend that we live in a classless society and we don't She's like, well, it may not be right, but it's still part of society and we all live in it. Yeah. And you're like, 
Well, damn. This is not the first time this has happened for Miranda where like Mm -hmm. her being successful and her having money as a single woman has like come to like bite her in the ass like when she was trying to get the apartment or now. Yeah. Or like at work, you know. Have you guys have you guys watched Insecure? Another I haven't yet, but that's actually next on my list. I'm on the second episode. I'm really excited. I've listened to a bunch of interviews with this um Issa Rae and she's so freaking cool. Well, just like when you watch it, I see a lot of Charlotte in season one, Molly, who plays Issa's friend. I'm going to put that in my brain. Just in terms of like they have those characters have this idea and picture of what kind of guy they're supposed to be with. And a lot of it is based on like backgrounds, education, the type of job Mm -hmm. they have, things like that. And I think those are like. I find myself thinking about that stuff, too, sometimes when I'm swiping on the Bumble. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I have to stop myself from being a snob and being like, no, I, I'm like, did you go to a school, a school that's, yeah. that I think you're smart enough for me? Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, you couldn't afford to go to Princeton. Gotta check that impulse. <laughs> anyway, Charlotte is like, you think we don't live in a class system? And like looks at the women who are giving them pedicures, which becomes a weird precursor in this episode Mm -hmm. everything about the way this plot line is handled is bad i think like what charlotte says it's it like you said is Mm -hmm. nuggeted in so much truth but the ickiness i think feeling that i get from it is the fact that this episode kind of associates that you know class quote class system with people in the service industry or people of color yeah literally explicitly and not only that not only that they point these things out and then just continue to exploit the system there's no like and maybe this isn't a good thing it's like charlotte's like yeah it's bad but this is the world we live in and then the rest of them proceed to just live in that world i think charlotte and then carrie like bends down and says oh thank you for my panic i know she she feels so guilty yeah seriously thank you <laughs> it but is it's an interesting say, yeah. it, it is an interesting like and samantha's like actually that's so funny you mentioned that Ugh. i'm dating a guy with a lit servant but see this isn't the first time she's dated someone who has like a housekeeper or someone has who works in the house yeah because that comes with that wealth guy. at a certain point <laughs> right and he but the difference is he didn't have a live-in woman of color mm-hmm. to be totally so subservient like, to him super like her name is some we suppose that she is Thai because her boss, Harvey Turkle, makes this comment about not having better food in Bangkok than what right. he's getting. So, we like, suppose maybe. That. We don't ever we learn don't really anything know. about her. We don't even really <laughs> learn what their arrangement is. But she comes in and, like, very subserviently serves dinner. Well, it's, it's interesting... Like, we don't even get any information about Harvey either. Usually, Carrie, like, runs through this, like, litany of, you know. Stats. This is, yeah, exactly, the stats. She doesn't even do that. This whole thing is just about this, like, weird triangle that Samantha gets herself into. Uh-huh. It's like, is it a love triangle? What is it? Yes. Yeah. She's dressed up, I feel, very ambiguously. Yeah, I'm not, you know, an expert on traditional tie dress, no. but she's definitely playing the role of that kind of oriental role right yeah. where it she's doesn't the feel long they've given hair. her no specificity yeah she's got on sort of a kimono maybe i don't yeah i don't even know but you know it's not like american dress right. very clearly she's othered and you don't know whether or not it's her character doing it on purpose like it's her character's intention or it whether her boss yeah. harvey turkle likes this Yes, right. I agree, right. and expects it of her. And the other thing is, it seems <laughs> she doesn't really speak English. 
Yeah. She has like a, she does a little bit, but she says very little and she has a really heavy accent. And he also is like, her English skills aren't good. Which I don't think is that bad. She says all English words. Yeah, I think she just has an accent. (laughs) So Carrie starts pontificating like, are we a a caste system? outside of our caste system. I was like, Which is a really upsetting way to phrase a question that kind of makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Because what she's asking is like, people sort out into different levels in lots of different ways, whether consciously or not. And a lot of those are like societally backed up. And she often feels like she's on a different level than big and mm-hmm. under him. And that, and that becomes like in this episode really exacerbated because everything Carrie does is really exacerbated. <laughs> yeah. And well, it's interesting because she, in some ways kind of reacts the way that um, Steve does yeah. where she like lashes out back at him. Well, the lower, mm-hmm. the lower state, right. the lower class, the lower, um, Wow, I really status. Yeah. Person. Yeah. And and like Carrie now feels that she has to overcompensate, I think. And so Big brings up the night he gave her the purse and she's like He does the dickest thing. He dick. knows what he's doing. The way he says this Listen, there's something I've been meaning to tell you ever since the night I gave you the purse. You can take it back if you don't like it. Because that to me feels pretty deliberate. He knows she said it and he didn't say it back. Like he's yeah. fully aware of that. And so to be like, there is a thing I want to tell you about the other night. You can return that bag if you don't want it. Yeah. But remember what he says before that? Tell me. <laughs> when he talks about, he talks about going to a villa in Italy yeah. with his ex-wife and a, instead of a girl. Well, he also refers to her as the, the ex. ex. And I was like, we know her name. We've literally met her. <laughs> Carrie's met her. Carrie was a crazy person about it. But he's like, I would love to go to Italy with someone I actually like. <laughs> and it's like, Bleak. but I think it that's is, his kind of leading up I think, to. I, I think love you're you, right. Moment. I think these are big gestures. The problem is, I think I fundamentally dislike the way Big like, expresses himself. Yeah. But I, you're right, and I can see like he does at different moments in this try, and he's really sweet. Yeah, unfortunately, the package it comes I, in know, is seen him in other instances. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then this plot line: Wiley Ford, celebrity, because uh, this is a class, a cast above all casts. People right. who get cast, the movie stars, movie stars. But um, but Wiley Ford is my one D, my Liam Payne. <laughs> I wrote. While he's bad, I know he's the. He, yeah. I know he's not the brightest crayon. I wrote in Wiley, the box, Wiley but Ford. I would go in that car. Yeah, yeah. I was like, he's Me my too. type, and I hate myself. He kind of is like the more this went on, the more I was like Ashton Kutcher light. He has that kind of like mm, uh, with, oh, mixed with like Jason Sudeikis. Yes, I see that for sure. When they're in the club specifically, I see Adam. Uh, but the, it's Ashton Kutcher, Ast- mm-hmm. well, well, mm-hmm. Ashton Kutcher, and Jason Sudeikis. Yes. So Wiley Ford, movie star, comes into a Charlotte's gallery and asks about this piece of art, and you guys, which is the fire extinguisher, <laughs> the literal fire extinguisher. <laughs> and he goes, "Why don't you close the gallery early and uh, come hang out?" He says, "You're adorable." And so they cut to them making out in a limo. In his limo, he has champagne, and he calls her Charlene, and she corrects oh. him, and he says. I prefer Charlene. <laughs> so gross. And then he makes the driver pull over so he can pee in an alley. Pee, that was one word. Yeah. Pee in an alley. Pee in an alley. <laughs> Take a leak, he says. Take a leak. Which is my least favorite uh, euphemism for pee. Yeah. Like I'd rat. I hate. Kind of sounds like you're just like opening something and just letting it 
leak out. Trinkle. I think that's what it is meant <laughs> Charlotte's wearing this like baby pink dress. She's such an angel. Which I think is setting her up to play that like fangirl. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I'm in the entourage. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing this Groupie. pink, innocent, girly dress. Okay, but you know what's interesting is Carrie's like, get out. She calls Carrie from the limo and... And Carrie's like, like, listen to me. where I am. Get out of there. Get out of there. And we never find out why Carrie says that. Right. Well, what Charlotte says is, I know I'm breaking all my rules. And I think maybe what's inferred is that Carrie's just like, this is so far outside of your usual. And maybe she knows he's oh, bad, you, bad see, news. I was like, oh, mm. Carrie's us. Like, we know, like, we've heard rumors about, like, people who are, right. who are like, other actors who are like have an X amount of success who like become icky. I was like, oh, Carrie's us. Like, right. Carrie knows because she's in this world. Do and, you think and Carrie knows Wiley? Maybe. Do you think she's met him? Do you think she's well, slept she like with ri- him? No, <laughs> she like I- writes. I don't think she's probably slept with him because they'd all know. Mm. But maybe she like has come across his path and like knows he has this reputation and knows X Y Z. Yeah, I wish we had gotten a scene mm. of Carrie being like, oh yeah, he's done so yeah. much and such. With but his Charlotte family. doesn't listen to her. Oh no. Also, Charlotte's- these cell phones are changing the game, calling changing each other from the, the car. Game. It's amazing. So so cut across town. Samantha is waking up in her. Bo's house. Bo's house. Harry, is that his name? Harvey. 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 Sorry. Who we don't know, <laughs> know literally nothing about in a terrible brown uh, oh yeah, you're right. shirt it's, and brown tie. And Harvey's like, I'm going to work. Stay here. Some will make you breakfast. Um, and she's like, what? No, she doesn't have to do that. And he talks her into it. And he's like, and he says, how do you know like she eggs? loves it? Yes. She likes it. Which is it. automatically like hair raising kind yes. of. Yes. Okay, lazy boss. Out of bed. Excuse me? Ah, Bob, must wash sheets. Okay. Should, should I have my breakfast in the dining room or breakfast? I got no time to make breakfast. Got a lot of work to do around here. So we're just straight up demonizing her immediately? She just like goes at Samantha and it's like... What is happening here? I'm just like, why? I don't... It's just bad writing. I kind of love it though. Really? <laughs> yeah, talk... No, tell me. Tell us. Well... You know, obviously it's icky that Harvey assumes his person he presumably pays, hopefully, oh, yeah. enjoys making breakfast for you don't know how many guests he's having or how frequently. Totally. So she's like, like the old that, guy. I'm not making you breakfast. We don't know. Yeah, right. He could do this every day. Every, we mm-hmm. don't know. And then I kind of love how she comes in. The one thing well, that I was like, you need to wash the sheets while the woman is still in bed. Like, I get it. Be like, right. please leave. Like, I'm not going to make you breakfast. But I was a little astounded that she was, like, ripping the sheets. I mean, she, like, goes off on her. Well, it's, it is kind of, it's like, it's weird writing because there are nuggets in it where you're like, yeah, she probably does have a billion things to do and probably does need to get her day started. But we're never going to address that. Samantha's going to have no knowledge of that. Instead, we're just going to see outbursts. Also, it's not like Samantha was actively, like, rude to this woman. Like, I, you know, like, it's it's interesting that she immediately, like, how many women do you think she's brought in that she's had to, like... Well, something that is interesting is I think right before that scene takes place, Samantha, like, stretches in bed and she's thinking about, and Carrie's voiceover is like... Samantha would never have a servant, but she decided she was totally fine with a boyfriend who had one, which is kind of like peak white feminism when you're like, oh yeah, conceptually terrible, but like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to condemn anyone I know for engaging in these bad things. You're just like, Samantha, you're being, you're putting no effort into even just like thinking about what's happening. Treating a person like someone's Netflix password. Yeah. Yeah, Like I, I'm not going to get my own Netflix password. But I'm okay with borrowing the person <laughs> I'm seeing. 
My yeah. ex-boyfriend and I had a deal that as long as I could keep his mom's Hulu password, he could keep my Xfinity account. Like, after we broke up, we were like... Oh, amazing. I mean, I, I don't use hers anymore. I use someone else. Right. You moved on. <laughs> but I wonder if he still uses mine. I'm going to text him. It's well, a good idea. Also, <laughs> Harvey never gives... He, impl- he tells Samantha... Some will cook you breakfast. She loves doing it. Mm-hmm. He takes her fake order, like, in this right. weird, you know, um, role-play way. Yeah. And then he never tells some what she wants That's for breakfast. True. He just says, take care of Samantha. And that could have meant, get her out of the apartment because yeah. I'm done they with her. They could have an agreement. You're totally right. Oh, my God. I bet they Because she works for her. Yeah. My whole theory is that they, like, well, are in love. Well, my theory would be the darker side of that, which is that he does whatever he wants because he can't really have consent yeah. and you like own and sort I of own another person. <laughs> yeah, so I would imagine if it was sexual it would be him assuming that was part of his duties and her being like I'm naive, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Cuz I can see that too. I just immediately was like I don't know anything about this guy and I don't trust him. Yeah. That yeah. adds to it. That's so interesting. I didn't even think about that that he could be like get this woman out. Yeah, we don't know. So now we have kind of the crux of like the hard Miranda Steve issue of this episode. They're fitting. He she's L woodsing him and is like and is like I'm in a. I, they're like he's like trying on the suit and he's like she's like <laughs> taking taking it like a man, um and she's like sipping wine wa- water coyly and, and like, is like make, oh yeah we got to keep the shoes make the cuff this way yeah. like Miranda's like revealing her like her cast right in quotes right um her comfort level in a suit store and he's like her knowledge of all of this like and Steve men's is so fashion. cute he's like it's weird how good i look yeah <laughs> and, and he's then, like oh i guess we're keeping the shoes and samantha's like or fuck <laughs> and miranda's Miranda. like it's my treat and he's like no which absolutely not. and then she like really really tries and his credit card gets declined and they go through this whole back and forth about it and then well after she tries and he's clearly not going to and the credit card gets declined she's like try one of mine and he's like no and she's like okay why don't you just not get the suit because she feels bad she's yeah. walked him into this like the last thing she wanted was for him to insist on paying eight hundred dollars for a suit which 20 years ago is like what a three thousand dollar suit yeah well it ends up being like what eighteen hundred dollars that's what yes. i mean so like 20 years plus is i don't know yeah. And can they not rent a suit? That's what right. I don't... Yeah, just rent, rent the runway. Come they on. buy it. <laughs> you know, before these brilliant internet businesses. I was kind of like... Sorry, 90s. Steve, why are you being so, like... I But again, like, I don't like the plot line, but, like, I see this happen in real life. Yes, you know, yes. I think... And so I imagine 20 years ago, it's only more intense. And he probably already felt insecure about this, mm-hmm. especially if she, like, doesn't come to his apartment and... Like I, this is how I felt at Northwestern was I came to Northwestern and like my eyes were open in a lot of ways. And I was also like, oh my God, there are so many people with money in a way that I like didn't even know was real. Yeah. And like there were a lot of experiences as a student. I just like couldn't participate in them the same way because I couldn't buy into them in the same way. And so like in some ways I get this because that feel, it's really easy to start feeling resentful. And so like not even just in a romantic setting, like there's a lot of pride associated with it and in some ways it's like fun to you know ride people's coattails when they want to but then also you start you whether or not you want the gift like inherently you start feeling bad and like there's this weird power imbalance and mm-hmm. like you can't give it back in the same way so like I get it but I also I mean the way I mean the way he takes it is really over the top and it only escalates yeah. from here um, my ex doesn't use my Xfinity anymore. So. <laughs> no, thank you for I'm so glad we cleared that we up. Balanced, we balanced that out. That's funny. Um, but yes, I, I agree with you. Because it's, it's, I get it. It's, it, hello, trucks. It's unfortunate he takes it 
really as far as he does. It's too much. But yeah. like, well, and then he's like, his card declined. So he's like, okay, I'm going to write you, put 800 on my card. I'm going to write you a check for a thousand and we'll put the rest on, which I was also like, wait, that's $1,800. There's no yeah. rest to pay in cash. The shoes. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe. Good call. Yeah. Um, so we cut to this party with Big and Carrie. And it's someone, it's an Upper East Sider named Serena. And I was like, is this the original Gossip Girl? And <laughs> Carrie's wearing this like weird pattern dress and she just like doesn't look like she fits. Also, her hair has been so straight in that like 2000 way uh-huh. this whole episode. All these women are carrying these bedazzled purses. Serena Bush. Um, oh, Nope, I forgot. Well, Carrie knew her in high school and says she was famous for her dad, her, her dad's money yeah. and her relationship with drug dealers. And now she's fam- Now she um, has her husband's money and is famous with her relationship with a movie star or something. Yeah, maybe I forget exactly. But basically, she's defined by her money. And Carrie already feels out of place, and she realizes all these women have these purses that Big got her. And that's and then, when she's like, "Wow, I realize he doesn't know me at all. Yeah. He just bought this for me because." everyone in his cast was buying it right and I think also she's like that you know we came to this party and that like he thought I'd fit in here just like everything about it she feels like he doesn't know who she is and she orders a red wine and the the (laughs) waiter whatever is like is like uh we don't serve brown liquids only clear well because Serena's like uh watch my white carpets watch my white carpets (laughs) which so this makes me think this no brown food or drink thing. Mm-hmm. Is it a no brown people thing? Right, too? also. Probably. But oh, then wait, I actually, looked and I saw some that? token people that? of yeah. color. There's literally in this shot. <laughs> like a maybe Latina woman? <laughs> oh, I thought maybe a Middle Eastern. Oh, interesting. Sure. She is kind of a token, though, right there. And then, but then Carrie gets kicked out for smoking, and she's like, I was ousted from the fanciest levels. It's like, well, I don't know. If you are smoking in my fancy apartment, I'd probably tell you to go to the terrace, too. If you like in my apartment, which is not that fancy, yeah. I'd kind of be yeah. like, just like try to keep it outside. Yeah. Like, especially Please. cigarettes. Cigarettes. We've talked about that. this. That's what sticks around. Um, yeah. But... <laughs> They're Carrie's whole playing the victim thing oh, too really rubs me the wrong way. She sets these like she goes on the terrace of her own free will. Nobody yeah. like she was like, she like you just need not to leave. all smoke all this the cigarette. like not yeah. to like defend this woman because I don't think that she's like a good woman. <laughs> yeah, but Serena. she's like yeah. I'm yeah. like this yeah, one no. thing. I'm like yeah, no smoking in the totally. house. Fine, fine, fine. And it's not and like she's, she's like if you want to smoke, smoke on the terrace. Carrie goes well that where you'll find me yeah. and like huffs and puffs off literally puffs which off. when she did this i was like she's gonna be pissed that big doesn't come outside yeah. with her this like everything she does is you can see the test she's setting up and yeah. that he's not gonna follow through so we've seen one level of cast and then we go to charlotte who's like smoking pot with wiley ford and she's pot. like i didn't know weed was legal and um, restaurants and he's like it's not and he's picked up this whole posse yeah his entourage and i said i was like oh i'm like really I really hope that, like, if people we know become that famous, that they don't become like that. And then I, I thought about how sad I was that Chris Pratt and Anna Faris are getting. Oh, I know. I really. This was have a been. devastating week for love yeah. in pop culture. The other day, I was like, "Well, if Chris Pratt has let me down, at least Permaglin never will." Was <laughs> <laughs> in the shower. Fictional character, <laughs> yeah. Keeping it going. Um, it made me really sad. So, Samantha is now at, at dinner and she asks Harvey she's like after you left all this weird stuff happened mm-hmm. and he's like well her English isn't very good well, she's understood like, she was very rude to me yeah she doesn't give some any benefit of the doubt whatsoever and expects Harvey I think to like rush to her defense maybe uh-huh 
some was rude, but I think the weirdness comes from he goes, oh, no, 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 her English isn't very good. Right. And we're like, no, we know that's <laughs> Anything not true. Anything of her intention I put this quote in is it. bandied by the fact that her English isn't very good. Well, so it's also, what's interesting about a loaded thing like him saying she doesn't speak English very well, it's like, he must know that she does. And so if he does, why is he lying? And if he doesn't, are we really really gonna like paint this character that way with absolutely no context this is but like she's like the first person of color in the dark. is this the first like asian speaking role in the series I yes 100 percent. oh yeah. i think maybe one of the power lesbians they're one of the power lesbians mm-hmm. who host power lesbians in heavy quotes who hosted the party was well as you say that was that woman. those were our first like people of color with speaking lines and this is the second yeah like, except for that the and bus boy they called the pakistani the bus boy asian people of color have only been portrayed in a negative light yeah that woman too yeah well the thing is like they cap off that scene with samantha in that like terrible pun about her name is some and carrie says yeah oh samantha figures out that some she wasn't so dim yeah. and it's like it's a bad pun on dim sum yeah, yeah. dim sum is a chinese <laughs> meal <laughs> some yeah. is supposed to be thai <laughs> Gross homogenization of all like of that just happens all the time anyway in American media of sure. Asian cultures and yeah. peoples mm-hmm. and foods. Yeah. And like the whole thing of dim in the English language meaning not smart. Right. To assume non English speaking is not smart. Not smart. The it's like it's like it feels like the writers weren't even trying to be as offensive as they ended up being. Yeah. Because there's just this, like, laziness about it and laziness about the storyline where you're, like, especially watching this maybe with 20 years more context mm-hmm. or just more, like, dialogue at least is, like, what? <laughs> so many parts of this. <laughs> I wanted to know who wrote this episode specifically. It was Darren Star. Did Darren oh, Star write all episodes? No. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I think the best ones are the ones written by women. <laughs> I would assume that's true, yeah. apparently. So, Carrie is now on the terrace, and her friend, who is a caterer, who's working... As he, he was a friend from also from high school, but who's now working as a caterer. I don't know where Maybe he not got high school. school. Maybe I just imagine that. Um, and but she's known him for a while. And they have an intense flirtation. And honestly, watching them, Carrie, be interested in flirt with him was more interesting than I've been in interested than I've been in her and big in a long time mm-hmm. but he's like I have a new tattoo and, and it's, it's like right, right over, over his dick. dick and she's like how far down does it go and he's like pretty far and he they ha- they set up this unbelievable scene where he like unbuckles his pants and pulls them sort of open and Carrie like leans down in front of him and Serena walks out of the doors and is like <clears throat> what's this blowjob I see and like mm-hmm. runs immediately mm-hmm. to big and big is like were you giving a blowjob on the terrace? And Carrie's like, fuck you, man. Well, he <laughs> says to the caterer, and she's like, he wasn't a caterer, because I guess he wasn't. Yeah. Well, he is a caterer he, at this party. Oh, right. But first but of all, she's he's, like, he's, he's a, a performance, performance artist. artist. <laughs> so she's like feeling very prideful yes. about like being an artist yes. in, a, in an environment that she's not comfortable Which, in. Which, that's the defensiveness I can recognize. I was like, Carrie, you live on the Upper East Side. Yeah. Uh, to imagine that she is like poor by any stretch of the imagination yeah. is kind of ridiculous and she doesn't she refer to big like doesn't jeremiah the performance artist slash caterer mm-hmm. ask her oh are you friends with these people are you here with any sub she's she refers to big as some guy some doesn't guy. she yeah she's like almost equally embarrassed yeah she doesn't well it's an interesting thing also because then it's how like, long have they been dating over a year 
So, and she's trying to get some guy well, probably, to say I love probably you. Probably a year and a half total at this point, if at least. Honestly. Because the first time was a if year. If anybody wants to make together, me a timeline. We'll appreciate please, that deeply. Please send it, it to me. It still doesn't make sense. We just know it's spring. It's spring. That's all. All we know for sure. We know they dated for a year when season two started, and now it's spring. Yep. What time of year it was when this, show, when this season started, it might have been spring also. <laughs> it could just be permanently spring in New York. They are all dressed for different occasions at all times. They're always wearing a coat, but it's also unclear if the coat is for like early fall or early spring. That's also, true. when is it winter? Never. It's definitely snowed in some That's point. That's true. Didn't she kiss the Yankee? Did it snow? No. Never no. mind. No. She just that cried. That was like opening weekend, right? So that was probably oh, yeah, that like, was oh, like, yeah. like so, spring. So s- oh, good. And that was 10 episodes ago. So that makes no sense. <laughs> so it's been another year, <laughs> presumably. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't even assume that. So they've been dating for two years total. I hate and, it all. Uh, yeah. It do- that doesn't make sense to That's me. That's a long ass time. It is. And I would be and she only f- And he slept at her place for the first time like last episode. Yeah. But was that a week ago? Or was that six months, <laughs> six ago? months ago? Great question. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Um... All right, but the, but it is oh. interesting from like the other end of the spectrum, not the like wealthy elites. Like, obviously, it's not classism in the same way, but there is a, a almost a distaste. I feel like when you're among people who are like, if you don't have a lot of money and you're around other people and you're either like have friends who do or are attached to someone or you start to make money, that almost becomes like a weird, shameful thing too, because the because it's like inherently associated with the idea that with money comes class or like you think you're better or because like it's just money is just so complicated from many ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. I think and so Carrie almost has this weird like with the caterer when she's like he's just some guy like she almost doesn't want it she wants to be on that on the on his level at that moment anyway across town Miranda She's late to her dinner, and Skipper shows up and nope. does... Nope, breaks my Wow, Steve. you put it in my head, and now I can't unsee it, and I'm kind of mad about it. I'm really, really sorry. Skipper's well, brother, Steve. Well, it's also, I love Steve so much. Oh, my God, that would be a plot twist. <laughs> I love Steve so much, but this was... And he's only no. been here for two episodes, but this is, like, rough. No, this was terrible. He opens the door. He's not in his suit. He returns it, which you're like, okay, you could have just returned it, but then he... Is like, we can't be together because you need someone, you need on, your someone level. on your level, and which is goes, kind of a cop-out. Miranda, you need to be with a guy who's more on your level. Still, even that story with you, I feel good about myself. Look, I think you're an incredible lady. You want to break up with me over a suit? Fuck the suit. It's not just the suit. There's always going to be things out of my reach. She gets kind of emotional. I mean, of course she does. But she's like, fuck that. Fuck the suit. Fuck you breaking up with me because of this. And he does it, like, what, half an hour before her dinner? That's a dick move. I don't care how nice Steve is and how, like, self-deprecating he is in the way he delivers his apology. This is a dick move. Steve, you're a dick in this moment. In this moment. Also, you had the suit. You could have fucking gone to dinner and then returned it and been like, I realized this doesn't work. So the next thing is a breathtaking performance. (laughs) And how did he return the suit if they had it custom tailored is my question, too. Yeah, me too. I don't think that's possible. Well, she goes to dinner and she's just like clearly out of it. She's like standing there with a cocktail and some lawyers are talking to her and she's 
like miserable because fucking Steve. Uh, yeah. And do you weird. think she also RSVP'd we can't just let her be dinner. happy for the whole episode? Yeah. Miranda well, she desserts breaks up better. With they break up. He breaks up with her. That's what I'm saying. Can't we just let them have one whole episode? Because last time was cute, but there was, you know, they had There's their trials. Issues. I just want people to be happy. I think. <laughs> well, then it's not good TV. I know, but happy I like happy Miranda. Carrie's angsty enough for everyone. Mm. Uh, <laughs> nope, that's the end of Steve. <laughs> Bye, Steve. Shut up. He had a good three-episode arc, and Don't now he's gone. Don't talk to me. Bye, Steve. I'm Go. not a fool. He flies to Chicago, and then he becomes he's a firefighter. Chicago <laughs> Fire with your brother. <laughs> that's right. He is in that. <laughs> Brooks Brothers on that Does too. He so still we actually have... have a Steve connection. Oh, really? Is that is that New York accent like real? Uh, I don't. Um, I don't watch. Does he speak that way on Chicago Fire? <laughs> Well, there's your answer. Oh, we don't know. We shall find out, Brooks brother. Alex. I literally wrote, oh my God, Steve, don't do that. No, don't do it. And then in all caps, fragile masculinity. Fragile masculinity. Mm. Oh, also, can we talk about Jeremiah's yoink, yoink, yoink. I want to fuck him so on Jeremiah, the terrace. Jeremiah. The tattooed caterer. Who's oh, also he's a pretty. He's real artist. cute. I was like, please be my boyfriend. You're poor and you're in. What was that tattoo? I didn't even process oh, it. Oh, I didn't. Something ugly. I thought it was awful. a dragon. I thought oh, it was a right, dragon right, right, too. Right, right. I was like, does it look like my tattoo? And then I was like, I hope it doesn't look like my tattoo. Side <laughs> note, I tweeted this the other day, but I love, I actually am at the point where like not knowing anything about Game of Thrones, but trying to absorb as much like <laughs> information as I can about it is <laughs> so fun for me because I have the craziest idea of how this all is. And I, someday I'll watch it and I'll know, uh-huh. but I just saw an out of context the only thing i'm sure about is that aria is my daughter i don't know anything about the character i just know she I would be like my now. child I oh wait she, she you would don't just... mean doppelganger oh she could literally i think actually be my na- my daughter now that you <laughs> but mention I mean, it i really see I mean, spiritually i just like from what i've gleaned about the show i'm sure of that but i think I you, thought... she gives me catlin vibes i can't wait to know what this means um i was told that aria is the character i would be you okay. also kind of look like aria well, I got well this. she is my favorite just from is her she? personality. Maisie Williams is a fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. That's Friend of the podcast. She's, <laughs> she's she probably, yeah, the fiercest, I think especially that's the why. first couple of seasons. I think I seasons. just have gleaned that. But yesterday I saw a tweet that was someone saying, it didn't even mention Game of, Thro- Game of Thrones, but it just out of context said, are we just not going to talk about the fact that there's a dragon called Dragon? <laughs> <laughs> and it made me laugh so much. And so you just brought up the dragon tattoo. I don't know. And and I watch Game of Thrones. And I don't know any of the characters' names. I know. I, well, I've there been watching. So I'm going to have to start like a fucking flow chart when I start it. Uh-huh. I've been watching with Johnny and Johnny will be like, oh, Borg. Oh, Glilgurg. And, oh. and I'm like. They're all Ikea furniture names. And I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, weird face guy from this place. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, ugly this person. That's yeah. like what I'm most anxious about. The reason, literally the one reason I haven't started is, no, no, it's because I watch TV so distractedly. And that's why I go back to like my favorites, like 30 Rock in the Office and Parks and Rec like, oh, and our such development you can, you'll, because be I like to like background noise it and I'm like if I don't pay attention yeah. to this I'm gonna have no fucking my idea problem what's going is on. I watched it so fast that I'm like huh yeah yeah <laughs> I'll be like, that's what I'll do too who's this character and John will be like you know from the second season when this happened and I'm like Hodor what all I know is Hodor yep oh okay anyway 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 back to the Charlotte's outfit it's like Claire's accessories she feels like she's become their like waitress and she basically has I love it she climbs back over to her spot next to him and this is so fucking brazen okay he's like Charlene I want you to do something for me I want you to go to the ladies room stick your finger in your pussy come back let me smell it. I just couldn't believe how brazen this was for 20 it's years ago. It's awful. It's yeah. awful. I hated it so much. Well, also, like, ew. 
the, the thing is, like, even if these two people were in a, like, committed relationship and, like, exploring something sexy, it's kind of gross and would be still fucking crazy to say online and on TV. Charlotte, I like how Charlotte, too, was just kind of like... <laughs> yeah, I know her reaction to this is amazing. She's like, bye. She literally gets up and she's like, no, I don't think so. Brooklyn and she is, leaves. And then she looks at all of them and she gives them this, like, yeah. are you serious? And Brooklyn she kind of laughs. Really oh, and bumping. he gives her the hand. I know, <laughs> he's like, leaves. all right, bye. Um, and then a really fucking crazy thing I did not expect to happen happens. Oh, I called this. I mean, I've seen it. You've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't seen this season in a long time. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. just so funny. Um, also, she, this body language. Well, so they're walking. Carrie, so Carrie and, Jeremiah. and Peter, our boy. Jeremiah was a bullfrog, that's which his, is what they're singing going down the street. Yep. And yep. they're clearly very, very drunk. And she says something about after you got kicked out of the party. Fired. He got fired. Fired. Yeah. Fired. Fired. Well, because Big's like, let's just go. And Carrie's like, I'm having a good time. I'm going to stay. I'm and I'm like, to stay. I was yeah. like, Carrie, are you having a good time? No, it, but I think that's part of the weird class pride thing where she's like, no, I have a point to prove and fuck you, Big. And yeah. also I feel uncomfortable and want to prove I can be here. So many Liz Lemon eye rolls at Carrie yeah, in this I episode. Know. Yeah. It's a With lot. my whole head. It's a lot. Rolling my eyes. She, um goes they're like laughing and like holding hands and giggling with each other and then she tries to go up the stairs and she's like oh i don't live here and, and then, then they, she, make they make out on the street and then they go up the stairs to her place and she says and that's the last thing i remember da, 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 da. exactly so morse Sam- code samantha wakes up i guess harvey whatever his last name is is good at sex <laughs> yeah i guess he's got because she's babies. there more than once mm-hmm. so she, he goes into the shower and some comes in and picks up a condom wrapper and is like you nasty girl nasty nasty you cocksucking whore <laughs> i thought what is this audition like for this I know, poor right? Asian yeah. woman to have to go in and like degrade herself in this way? Yeah, this was unfortunate that her character has to slut shame Samantha. Yeah. And that sh- we assume she doesn't know what's happening in the bedroom already. Right. She's got to go in and find a condom oh, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Well, and so, so they start tugging on the sheets. Samantha's like, what on earth? And some like falls to the ground. And as the guy as Harvey opens the door and some is like, oh, she hit me. That lady, lady hit me. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking like that? Because oh, and then Harvey's like, like coddling her like a child. And she smiles at Samantha. A weird it's sexual so weird. slave child. You're like, maybe it is, is both of them, but if so, that is even worse writing than yeah. what's happening on the screen. Uh, uh. It's so strange. Well, so, so Carrie wakes up in bed and first of all, we can't, tell if if um bullfrog is still in bed with her or not <laughs> but the phone rings it's big and they have this conversation and he says it Listen, i know what you're really pissed off about but it's just something i've got to do in my own time well i fucking love you all right you know i do um, and I honestly, it's so sweet. I was really endeared to Big at this moment. I was too, Me because too. it's be, well, because it's so honest. It's real, and you're like, this took a minute, but also Carrie didn't let you take a fucking minute. I also totally understand like the need to like not look someone in the eye when you're having this conversation with them. Yeah. Um, just to like, I remember with my high school boyfriend who's now engaged. Uh, to another woman, mm-hmm. uh, girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know because he's mm-hmm. younger than me, so mm-hmm. I feel like saying girl. Uh, she's also younger than him, even. So, girl. Girl. Um, okay. I'm doing great. Um, and I had to tell him something, and I we were face we were <laughs> eye chat video chatting uh-huh. because it was uh-huh. you know 2009, um, and I was like, 
I just need you to, I need to say this thing and I can't look at you and I'm just going to say it. And so like, I'm definitely, and I remember doing that with my ex-boyfriend too, just being like, wow, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to say the thing I don't want to say because I can't look at you while I say it. So I like totally understand where Big is coming from with like Mm -hmm. making it a phone call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the phone's their thing. They leave voice messages for each other. It's throughout the series. That's their connection. Yeah. That's where they can be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Is on the phone. And he calls her, you know, it's his initiative. He clearly feels bad about the night before. And Mm -hmm. he's like, are we okay? And also, Jeremiah wakes up and starts speaking. And Carrie, like, slaps a hand over his mouth. (laughs) That's... Carrie feels so slimy to me in that moment. Well, all of it. And, of course, she feels so slimy You know what feels slimy to me? The way she ends it. Everything before I love you doesn't count. She says, I never told Mr. Big about it because I decided everything before I love you doesn't count, which Uh, is asinine. And also, you already said I love you. So what about the times between you saying I love you and him saying I love you? Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really rough. Well, is like she Jeremiah hangs up the phone. Also had an Asian tattoo on his shoulder. Yeah, of course he did. Classic. Cue for you. Funny. Um, yes, but really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, before or after she hangs up the phone, she turns to Jeremiah and she's like, "Did we?" And he's like, absolutely not. She's like, I didn't think so. But you're like, you made out with him on the street. You slept yeah. in a bed together, and you just without even she agonizes over everything and in a span of 30 seconds she's like i never am gonna tell big never did never will feel bad about it but no harm no foul bye and if you know if i go to a party and the person that i go with ends up on a terrace with their face in someone else's crotch (laughs) i'm also gonna have feel not great about it like big and especially if we go to my friend's party all carrie does at that party is belittle and insult. She did at least know the woman his before, friend, but yeah. yeah. But Carrie's being a bitch. She is being she a bitch, is. and he calls her on it, and she's like, "I'm not a bitch. It's just my personality. Yeah, it's just or me. it's just who I am." Um, like you don't just go insult, even if you know the person, you don't go insulting someone's Bad friend because she doesn't know her well. No. So, what was your cue, Brooke? I don't remember. Oh shit! Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Who did you yeah. resonate with? Oh, man. Well, as I said a couple of times in this, like, I didn't particularly resonate with her, but I sort of, like, understood the root of Carrie's deal in this uh, in terms of, or the root of the, like, of Carrie and Steve's deal in this, the, like, coming at it from a, uh-huh. a, a money standpoint. But more specifically... Um, Just to be fair, you are totally welcome to resonate with someone who isn't the four women. Like, you can resonate oh, with yeah. Steve. We've and, never done that before. Yeah. But I guess I just did. Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's totally kosher. I feel oh, I remember my cue. Oh, good. Well done. Um, just really quick. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. a scale of one to ten, uh-huh. how culturally insensitive, like how how Ooh. how good is this episode stand in 2017 and I give it a two? Yeah. For that plot line? Just for the literally the sum pl- there, plot line. There is not much redeeming about it, honestly. Yeah. It just reads like lazy writing. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Mm, back, to, okay. back to you. Oh, no. Steve. I want to hear answers. Do you have a rating? Oh, <laughs> rating? Um, mm, I guess. For 2017. Are we compare like the scale, does that compare to current media that exists in 2017? I think or probably. Like anyway? oh. The hard thing for me about this is like, I have a feeling, I know for a fact there are some episodes that are in some ways more intense and bad than this. I just think as a, as a total so episode, just, the writing just, is bad, the plot lines are bad. Yeah. It's bad too. But like, <laughs> were this to be plopped, sometimes we're like, would this be plopped in 2017? And not necessarily would it be bad, but like, would the storyline still make sense? And I think this is one of those where if you plopped it in 2017, people would be like, I'm sorry, who let this be on television? <laughs> you know? 
Ooh, I think if we plop this in 2017. A plop rating. <laughs> yep. I would love to see, you know, when I watched this, I was like, Samantha should have dated an Asian guy in this series. I would mm. have loved to hear her talk about sex with an Asian guy Whoa. and how Do any smooth his chest is <laughs> and how she, she loves slipping and sliding on oh his like she absolutely <laughs> would have oh my god yeah or if the celebrity the celebrity could be like a k-pop star for charlotte oh my god yes yeah. very topical charlotte for right now a k-pop star i want to see of 2017 it. i, I know there's it. one called 17 that's all i know oh. bts that's one yes Yes, that's Oh, one. are you in the one D who went to K-pop? I am not, but I know people who <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, that's the same. Are you me. into hockey? Where do you <laughs> fall? Into hockey. Ooh, I went from one D probably to Hamilton, and then that's a. I guess I kind of did too. I didn't like obsess, but like I really got deep into Hamilton last year. Yeah. Anyway, that makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Who did Sam? Who did you resonate with? Um, is it too easy that to resonate with some? <laughs> no, I think you absolutely no, should. Own bring that. it. Tell it to us more. Yeah, yeah. Unpack that, put the clothes back in the dresser. Okay. <laughs> Given she is a little bit crazy, like why is she going in the bedroom when she knows they're having sex? Yeah. Why does she pretend to know that they're not having sex and feel mm-hmm. the need to slut shame Samantha? That's a weird thing. But that feels more like the writer's fault than like <laughs> something they tried to anyway. Yeah, yeah. sorry. But I love um, the fact that she needs the sheets clean because <laughs> I have this compulsive desire to have clean sheets as well. Mm-hmm. Especially I have after someone. sex. Yeah. 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 But even if you just have someone sleep over. Yeah. Oh, even if it's like my platonic friend who shares with yeah. that. I'm like, you need to take a shower before you sleep in my bed. <gasps> I need a clean bed. Wow. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. So you totally get that. <laughs> I totally get that. That's and so that funny. resonates with me. And like, even though some's character is like, poorly written has no dimension we can't really deny the fact that the stories exist totally and i think like the best um the best argument for that um i distinctly remember eva longoria mm-hmm. at the time when she was producing devious maids mm-hmm. i loved devious maids i also I love couldn't eva get longoria. into it <laughs> i couldn't get into devious She's such maids, a lovely but woman. i love yeah. that you did um, well, you know, Devious Maids, um, Eva Longoria as producer, she got a lot of flack from making a show about Latina women being cast as maids mm. um, and that whole stereotype. But um, if you watch the show, it is Jane the Virgin before Jane the Virgin in terms oh. of using the telenovela tropes in oh, such amazing. smart ways. We both really love Jane, Jane the, the Virgin. Virgin. Love it. The fact that I didn't get to see Rogelio as the dad of Mamma Mia <laughs> is <laughs> just, I'll never get over it. <laughs> And, like, uh, her argument for it was, these stories exist by yeah. telling me that I can't make this show. You tell me that these stories don't, don't matter exist. and they need yeah. to be yeah. told. No, she's a cool homie. So like, That's a great point. And I think what's maybe so egregious about this is that they tell the story and do it absolutely no service. They yeah. don't discuss it in any real way. They and they villainize all, her. Yeah. yeah. But it it's true just to, I mean, the worth of having a story is that you, you are telling a story. Yeah. So if this came in pairing in 2017 with like, oh, plot B, sums, you know, Mm -hmm. and being, you know, kept captive by Harvey Turkle. Or some kind of weird sum. And he bought her on the internet because, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can be in love if someone bought you on the internet. Well, Stockholm Syndrome. That's true, which could be very true. Wow. 
Wow, yeah, dark. Well, but <laughs> sorry. But no, it's a, I mean, it's true though. And and maybe that's one of the things too that I feel like I live I know it exists still, but I live so far away from the world in which people have like real help in their homes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in any kind of like not even live in but like long-term way that I feel like it's less of a thing now, but also I know that it still totally yeah. exists in, you know, especially in this city. And like when some says like in her like accent, like you cock sucking, <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah, it's it supposed to fucking it's, funny. It's supposed yeah. to make you laugh. Yeah, it is funny. Accents can be funny sometimes and people <laughs> yeah. have them. They do. You know, I think maybe the, them. maybe the small thing too is that like Eva was telling a story that like she has some personal agency in, you know, this was inevitably some like white people. And white men specifically yeah. putting this yeah. story on, yeah, on screen. Yeah. Oh my god. But accents can be really funny sometimes. Yeah. We yeah. Just, totally. Yeah. We just don't know as the audience where this kind of role is coming from for some. Whether it's internalized, whether mm-hmm. she's putting on a show, mm-hmm. or whether her boss has told her specifically. I to also put would on have show. loved to fucking know that. Like, if we'd been given anything 30 more seconds even just to like know something about her character because i really want to know yeah and like uh yeah but just the whole ickiness comes from he treats her like kind of his wife but also his child yes that's weird Fetis- yeah. fetishization yes. of it. like we don't actually see them engage in it but you can feel it from yeah him. yeah well the way he coddles her in his like after he's just yes. had sex with samantha in his like towel so weird and, and like cradles her head to his chest yeah. yeah which is a weird thing you like wouldn't really do with someone who works well for not you in the in workplace your home. no like yeah this no. is a very unhealthy workplace relationship <laughs> yeah they need to post the rules in the break room so that everyone knows their rights. The break room, like yeah. his kitchen. Yeah. 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 The pantry. Uh, oh, but like a uh, funny thing about accents too that made me think <laughs> of, uh, I recently went on a family vacation with my family in China and we're wow. Chinese American and it was astounding and amazing. But my cousin's married to a white guy from Westchester. Wow. He's with us. We know us. many of those. Yeah. Westchester, came with I think you, right? the funniest thing was when we were um, eating at this dumpling restaurant. Mm. Um, they were describing all the foods that were what that were cooked in the dumplings. And we would ask them what you eat, which one. They're like, you know, in their accent, you know, this is like um, meat and pork shrimp and pork pork and wet pork and like she's saying pork and vegetables but then cousin-in-law white guy from Westchester he's like I can't help but hear that she's saying that they're serving pork and white people pork and white people like in the accent and that's an instance where accents are fucking funny sometimes that's an amazing so story. and we told my grandma pork that and white people on the dumplings. bus she thought it was hilarious yeah, amazing. it yeah, was so and it was that's great. And then from then on, my we started calling white people vegetables <laughs> and vice versa. I love that. I want to start calling That's white so people funny. vegetables <laughs> because they're so bland. My, um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, seriously, veggies, unsalted veggies. Just my, add that sriracha. You two yeah, got right, sriracha in you. In the fridge. Thank oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you. That's my sparkle, <laughs> sriracha. Who did you resonate with? I mean, Carrie. Yeah. Like in a big way because like I have a whole debacle. The I love the you. I love you. The I love you. Yeah. So also like the mm-hmm. way that she responded to like that party. Like that is so me to be like I'm gonna lash out. I'm yeah. gonna get super drunk. I'm gonna go do something stupid. That literally happened to me. I thought we were gonna break up one time junior year, and I was this at a WAMU party. Um. Yes. 
do you remember sitting with me and Brandon Johnston in a room for an hour and a half at the end of the evening? This nope. was the most time I think I probably ever spent with you in high school. <laughs> I mean, in college. It was a crazy evening, and I remember it well, and I, went I was the, there for so much of it. To the boy who I ended up hooking up with a yep. year later and said, would you hung up with me if I were single? <laughs> and of course, he would, because he's right. him, but also yeah. was like, yeah. Uh, and then I went home, and I threw up a lot. Amazing. And then my boyfriend did end up coming back to me, and he was like, are you okay? Can I take care of you? He was like, don't be a hero. I don't want you to be a hero. <laughs> no being a hero. I am a, you know. <laughs> like, it was, it was, I was like, wow. I just like watched Carrie do that. I don't, and I want to talk to you more about we that. We could talk about it. Off the record. I forgot about it until just that moment. I thought about it a couple of times. I've been like, I should talk to Brooke about that. Um, <laughs> and then you just brought it up and I was like, I literally know what you're okay, talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're going to talk about that right yep. after I ask you this question, Sam. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to be found on social media? Um, I'm on Twitter publicly. How do you, Yay, how do yeah. we find, how do we you? find you on social media? I'm at Swangbird pretty Genius. much everywhere, but LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Everywhere, but LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. Still, still don't have Yeah. One. But my Instagram is private and so is my Facebook. That's understandable. And, uh, and appreciate I've it. gotten flack about that from, no, no. From my well, Facebook Kurt. especially is normal. But my Instagram, after I recorded our really bad nah. podcast, my friend <laughs> oh, Kurt was like, you need to go public. I'm like, I Are can't. you public? Yeah. I don't know. I followed you for years. <laughs> That's, How true. Would I know? That's true. Um, yes, I am. Miss Social Media Ma'am. Mm. Wait, someone crazy that, did you see that? Wait, someone followed us on Instagram who looked. Who liked 87 of our photos. That, Thank you also, for that. But also, oh, we just got another, we got another follow. Um, Small joys. Social here. media tool started following oh, us, and I thought it was like, I was like social media, social media man. Man. Um, I can only say it the way that you say it. Social, social media, media man. man. <laughs> um, I am on Twitter, worrying about the end of the world in eight different ways. I'm Mrs. Burt Macklin, and Instagram at Bridget M37. Brooke, you can find me on Twitter. Um, retweeting Bridget, doing the tweets, <laughs> tweeting. You can find me tweetily tweeting, tweeting. Um, at Brooke underscore Wiseman and on Instagram, Brooke Wiseman. Um, no underscore. No underscore. Yeah. And collectively we are at Splat, Splat Pod- the po- Nope. No. Fuck me. We are at Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast. But Brooke made us a Facebook page, which is Splat the Podcast. Splat the Podcast. So if you, you feel like liking us you just couldn't, for fun. You couldn't do exclamation points. No, no. So it's just Splat the Podcast. Splat the Podcast. That's kind of a, um, a lip So follow splat. us on Facebook. If you um, feel so. If you feel inclined. It. Also like rate review and subscribe please please always we love um, it we forgot to mention it last week because you we were so excited because congratulations oh yeah baby oh baby now um, sweet week I'm, plus old so um, um thanks for listening thanks thank for you listening. sam thanks sam thanks for having me this Seriously. is so great oh you're the best What's this all better? happened so fast What's i know better than thanks talking for... shit about these white women <laughs> yeah. yeah and Wealthy drinking rosé yeah sam brought us rosé so heads up <laughs> anyone who's coming to hang out with us top that Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.